0: We have a whole squad that can really hoop and get this job done. gotta win a win. It's simple for us. The first team ever in the 74 year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3 1 twice in the same playoffs. Nuggets down one into Murray. Here we go. 10 seconds. Murray to Jokic. Jokic. Put it back. What up, what up, what up, Nuggets Nation? We're recording this right after the Nuggets beat the Sixers 114 to 110. The first game on a three game road trip that the Nuggets are on, and they get the win in Philly. Listen, I know that Philly played an overtime game against the Magic. Let me say that again against the Magic on Sunday night. But you had to know, they had to have been prepared for Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets tonight. Massive game we have to get into here. But first, let me tell you all about our sponsor, Play Maverick Colorado, the Grand Z Casino, and the Bet Maverick Mobile Sportsbook. Download the Bet Maverick Mobile Sportsbook today to start betting on games from the comfort of your own home. They have an absolute wonderful interface to work with, especially if you're new to betting and you just want to bet small increments. It's super simple on their app. Or, of course, you have the option to have a little vacation here in the comfort of the mountains in our backyard. Man, it's luxurious to live in Colorado. That's right. You can head up to the Grand Z Casino, win a three-night stay right now at the Grand Z Casino in Central City. Three nights and a fifty dollar bar tab. If you head to Play Maverick, Colorado, um, go to their Instagram page, comment on like the picture, comment on the picture, add a friend who you would take with you on the trip, and win a three night stay. They have a wonderful sports book. I will be heading up there absolutely for March Madness. I need to watch. Some games this weekend, Friday and Saturday. You'll be able to catch me up at the Grand Z Casino, enjoying my time, watching some sports out there. It's going to be it, it's always a really comfortable and luxurious time. To be honest, I love their sports book. It's very very comfortable. Lots of lots of couches and places to sit. I love just the the whole setup of their sportsbook because you can also play games, table games, 21 blackjack, um, craps right there and still be in the sportsbook, still be watching sports. It's really, really fun. Check out play Maverick Colorado on Instagram and follow them and then enter to win that three night stay. So let's get into this game because, man, was it a fucking game. What a game. Listen, there were a lot of reasons why this game was important for the Nuggets. First of all, it marks the end of the season. They have 14 games, including today's, left in the regular season. About three weeks out from... Playoffs, right? The standings are important. They've lost two games. Malone is livid pregame. He has nothing to say about the Embiid, Jokic uh, narrative. He just says all he's here to do is get a win because they've lost two straight and he can't take it. Malone, I, I swear to you guys, like he means that. Shit. He means it. He hates losing. I have never seen a guy be more focused on something. And you know what? He's he's just manifesting wins because he does not like to, to lose. Um, it was also a big game because Bones Highland was going to have a bunch of family um, at this game, friends, family, not that far from where he lives, I suppose. I think everything's close out there. The one time I went to Philly was for the Sixers-Celtics. Actually, this was a great story. Uh, Sixers-Celtics postseason. Um, I just went for one game. And it was amazing. I love the Sixers Stadium. I love their fans, like intensity. They are paying attention to the game. They're not just there to party. They are watching, paying attention. Can't you really can't see great um, from every seat in that arena? Like it's not like Ball Arena where I feel like genuinely everywhere you sit, you can really see the court well. In and that might just be because of the giant-ass jumbo drawn that's there. You can always see what's going on. But I feel like in the Sixers arena, it was harder to see, at least from where they had me me sitting, uh, which was behind the net. But up, like above the first section. Um, yeah, it was a really fun trip. But my friend, Nate, shout out to Nate. What up, Gate? Uh, he came from DC to Philly and that felt like far away to me but apparently it's all all this stuff is close together it's not like out here where it takes us an hour just to get to Colorado Springs from Denver and you know we're like 4 or 5 hours from from the border and if you go south maybe even more than that so so it's not that easy to get to another state out here but it's all close together out there Wilmington Delaware Showed up tonight for Bones. They he Bones said he had like six, seven hundred people out for him. Coach Malone said it must have been close to five hundred. Um, and you know, at first Bones, I thought he was struggling in this game, but he actually did really show up, especially late. Uh, got a bunch of of points late. He was the second highest scorer to just Nikola Jokic. And only by one point, 21 points for Bones Highland. Big, big game for him. Um, Emotional moments before and after the game for Bones. I think he's an emotional guy, you know. We've seen him get really hyped after he scores and stuff. You know, hits big buckets. Not every time he scores, but sometimes, you know, sometimes every time he scores, he's shimmying or cha-cha-ing or, you know, screaming. Mile high city, baby. But, um, it was a really exciting game. Side note, um, I watched the game at Tom's Watch Bar, which looks like a sports book in Vegas. It's so nice. There are TVs everywhere. Just my type of bar. Gotta have all my TVs up so that I can watch as many games as possible because I got bets on all of them. Um... Couldn't bet on this game, though, because I was way too emotional about it, way too frustrated. So Bones has a big game, which is great for him because of all the people who came out to see him. Um, He had some really great quotes after the game just about how proud he was of the team for getting this win and how much fight they have in in them and and how much fight he has in himself. And he kind of spoke about the firefighters who saved his life um, from a burning his home that burnt down a few years back, and they were at the game um, tonight, so that was emotional for him, and he's got a lot of fight in him, and he's part of this team, right? So if you think about the people who make up this team, which is something that I've talked about on the pod a couple times, but I don't think it's any respect really amongst current podcasts or, or opinions on NBA. We like to talk so much analytical, but when you think about what some of the guys on this team, the makeup of each of these guys, right? They do have a lot of fight in them. Bones makes a great point. Think of the things Bones has lived through. He's got a lot of fight in him. I don't know about you, but I don't know too many people who can say they've been carried out of a burning home, you know, and survived that. So, um, Bones has definitely lived a, lived through some stuff. Nikola Jokic, war torn Serbia. Like, Facundo Campazzo, the shortest guy out there, at, no matter where he plays, even Argentina, um, you know, and then makes it all the way to Real Madrid and comes back, now plays here with the Nuggets, plays in the NBA. I mean, all of these guys have battled through a lot of stuff in their own lives, you know. And Jamichael Green, DeMarcus Cousins, come on, you guys. That's part of what makes this team. This is definitely a piece of Nuggets culture that we have to talk about and um, embrace. Like These guys have struggled, have gone through hard things in life, and that's kind of what makes them such a fighting team, such a team that won't quit, a team that really fights through everything. Aaron Gordon leaves the game at halftime because he's vomiting, you guys. He was out last game. He could have very easily been out tonight, but instead he suited up and tried to play. That's fight. That's the fight I'm talking to you about. That's the fight that you have to remember Jamal Murray has. That's the fight that we hope we see in Michael Porter Jr. And you know what? I think that's the, the little piece that's missing with Mike, is that we haven't seen that same kind of, like, I've had hardship and overcome it. And hopefully we see that soon, because he is in the middle of some really hard hardship. And he's overcome it once. I fully believe he can do it again. And I think he believes he can do it again. I think he looks he looks like he could be ready to do it again soon. And he, that's what I'm hoping for. Because <laughs> um, while the Nuggets do get this win, it wasn't easy by any means. They came out and had a very rough first quarter. Uh, it was not looking good for this MVP hype that I, of course... Uh, and my big mouth talked about on TikTok all over the place, calling out Sixers fans, telling them to come for me and don't at me because I know Nikola is the best. And and really, I did do the research. You know, every advanced metric is on Nicola's side, every single one. Watching tonight's game kind of showed me that these two guys are really hard to compare, even though they play the same position. They're really hard to compare. They play just a different different. They have different things that they are really good at and that are highlighted, right? Joel Embiid's blocks are dynamic. His dunks are intense. He plays a different style of center than Nikola Jokic plays, and yet Nikola has his own dynamic passes, has his own flair. It's really hard to compare the two. And while I don't like it, that's the shit that sells on TikTok. You know, people want to argue about that. So, of course, I'm out here calling out the Sixers fans because they've come for me before. They have come for me before. But I heard crickets this time around. Very interesting enough, the first time before Nicola won his first MVP, and I was telling everybody, look at the stats. I'm telling you, Nicola's on track. Let's get behind this guy. Um a lot of Sixers fans. That was like my first TikTok that even went sort of viral. And uh, it was, I hated it. It was kind of, it was definitely cringy for me to listen to. And I don't want y'all to go find it, but you should go follow me on TikTok at Vita Viva Diva. Follow Better Off. Um, That's where I do some of my betting content on TikTok, you know, and I'm just out here, like everybody on TikTok, hating on something or talk about something, or talking about what I love, so yeah, um, there's a lot of nugget stuff, there's a lot of betting stuff out there on that, but um, it's all just for fun, you know, of course, nothing too serious, I don't take any of this betting stuff too seriously, um, and I definitely don't put any, all too much money in it, into it too seriously, but it is definitely It does make the game more fun to watch. I didn't bet on this game, like I said, because I was way too emotional. The other reason, obvious reason why this game was such a big game was because of the MVP narrative. And I've heard a lot of people talk on this. So we are going to get into that MVP narrative after the break. Um, of course, Will Barton had a good game, 20 points, a decent game. I don't know if I'd call it good. I'll call it a basic Will Barton game. He still was getting cooked on defense and... I still think he should just add that to his game or try a little bit harder or, like, accept that, you know, maybe you're not the best defender and you don't need to be on James Harden um, in the fourth quarter, you know, or SGA against the Thunder because that's a team the Nuggets shouldn't be losing to. But that's whatever. Harden ended up having a really quiet first half, and then he – um He had a better second half, ended up with 24 points. And of course, Tyrese Maxey, who's kind of showed out a little bit lately since Harden showed up. I'm glad that to see him doing well, 19 points of his own. So those were the high scores for each individual team. But Denver really still struggled with turnovers. They started off with a lot of turnovers very quick out the gate 14 total turnovers for the game. They did clean it up in the second half, which was exactly what saved them, aside from, you know, Bones heating up and uh, and all that. Um, but Philly was opposite. Philly had 13 turno- total turnovers, just four in the first half. So most of their turnovers came in the second half of that game, which is where they were reckless with the ball, and, and the Nuggets were able to capitalize a little bit. So... After the break, we'll get into what exactly the two MVP candidates did. So let's talk about this MVP matchup because, boy, was it a good one. Lots of hype going into this game, unless you're Michael Malone, of course. But, you guys, the Nuggets overcame a 19-point deficit. This was the biggest comeback of the season for the Nuggets. A huge win on the road against a guy like Joel Embiid. And James Harden, James can get his buckets right. So that was a whole thing of it in itself. Um, let me just give you the basic stats first. Points: Embiid thirty-four, Jokic twenty-two. Rebounds: Embiid nine, Jokic thirteen. Assists: Embiid four, Jokic eight. Steals: Embiid one, Jokic two. Locks. Embiid 2, Jokic 2. Those are just the basic stats, right? Embiid shoots 11 of 20 from uh, the field. It's pretty good. Uh, Jokic shoots 8 of 16. Also pretty good. 50% for Jokic. I think just over that 55% for. Embiid from the field. Embiid does knock down a couple threes. Three to be exact. Jokic just knocks down one. That's in in Embiid's favor for sure. Um, Where I think you can kind of slant Jokic a little bit in this game is the fourth quarter. Jokic only scored three points in the fourth quarter. He had two field goal attempts and made one, and he had... Free throws, made one. Three points in the fourth quarter. Now, if that's not a sign of fatigue, then you don't know Nikola Jokic because he doesn't miss free throws and he definitely turns it on in the fourth quarter. This is two games in a row. Against Toronto, he didn't have a single shot attempt in the fourth quarter. Now, he attempted two, but he was tired and I think he was trying to get the ball to other people and I know for a fact that other people were not able to get him the ball and that's part of the problem is that we the other nugget players have to be a better about the entry pass to Jokic and of course you did have a guy like Joel Embiid guarding him so taking that into consideration that's my one slant on Jokic for this game as far as who played better you know I think some people would say Joel Embiid some people would say Jokic. They both both they both <laughs> they both brought a lot of value to their to their individual team. Uh minus nine for Jokic on the game and a plus two for Embiid. So again, it's just kind of tough for me to compare these two players. I felt like today's game was exactly that example. Like they were both strong in different ways, strong at different times. And one slightly outscored the other one. Like in every advanced metric there is. <laughs> but I'm hoping that that does swing the MVP narrative a little bit, at least nationally. We know in our hearts here in Denver that, of course, Nikola Jokic is the MVP of this season, no matter who they give it to. But I hope it does get the people talking nationally just about how great Nicola is. He deserves it. I know he doesn't care. We've asked him recently. And if you read any of the sports illustrated article that was done recently on him, it was a very good article done. Um, he talks about the MVP race and what he thinks about it. And he basically says he doesn't think about it. Um, When he was asked about if he was going to be one of the greatest players, if he thought about being one of the greatest players or dreamt about it as a kid, he said, his quote was, no, you cannot dream about that. Even when I came here, I didn't think about playing. I just came here to work out and be an NBA player in some way. So I never dream about it. I don't have goals in my life. I'm just going with the flow. And that's how Nikola genuinely feels. He's just going with the flow. Tonight, he went with the flow. He didn't have any shots in the fourth quarter. If you ask him about it, he'll say, I didn't know. I didn't get any shots in the fourth quarter. But we got the win, and that's what matters. And he's such a team guy. He has so little ego. He'll even say that he didn't even dream about being any kind of NBA player, just some, in some way an NBA player. He didn't even dream about being a first te- team or... First, nothing, not an all-star, nothing. He just goes with the flow. And I guess that's a testament to those of us who feel like you have to constantly be planning everything, right? And if you don't put in the work, he puts in the work, but he also is just going with the flow of his career. I don't think, I think he means he doesn't put so much weight on it, on the award or, or what happens. He just wants to win. He's competitive. And he showed that tonight. His team got the win. I'm happy for him. On to the next game, Uh, the Nuggets have Washington Wizards coming up next. That will also be a homecoming for Tim Conley. And then, of course, Cleveland, and then they come home for a four-game home stretch over the next week, and then go out on the road again. So uh, that that home stretch is going to be a bit difficult. Boston, Clippers, Phoenix, OKC, and we know what the OKC does to the Nuggets, so... That's going to be a real tough home stretch. Hopefully they get three wins on the road and hopefully you all tune in to the next episode of the chicken nuggets podcast on your Denver stiffs network. Thanks so much for listening guys. Don't forget to follow me and all the work I do at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. You can find me basically come hang out with us for the next watch party. It was a really great time. And of course, come hang out up at the Grand Z Casino this weekend to watch some March Madness games. We'll pick some sleepers, make some money, and as always, have a blast. Thanks for listening, guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.